Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Ducket, your rosary on the road. We've got a prayer request today from a long-time listener, really long-time listener, actually. Uh, GH has been listening to uh, this since before it was uh, before it went public. He's been on the train for a while. And he recently got a, a really great promotion at work, really uh, doing quite well, but uh, as with most wonderful things, just as with all bad things, all clouds have a silver lining, all silver linings seem to have a cloud, uh, his move up also places him in something of an awkward position with a colleague that he's been working with for a very long time, and uh, that could complicate things at work, make things a little bit more difficult. So he foresees a cross coming and wants prayers to help him prepare for that cross that he might bear it worthily uh, and uh, and all things go smoothly with the transition that's taking place in his place of employment. So I'd like to pray for him today. If you have a prayer that request that you'd like to send in, uh, I absolutely welcome them. And don't forget that this is November, so anyone who has any prayers for the deceased, uh, we will be saying an extra Requiem Eternum every day uh, for all of the uh, deceased. Uh, if you are, uh, if you have anybody who you want us to pray for, send them in. Uh, I've got uh, a sort of short list today, and um, we'll get those we'll get those prayed for. We'll get them prayed for. Uh, but if you have any other prayer requests at all, whether they're very heavy, we've had a lot of heavy ones recently. This one's a little bit lighter, a little bit different. Uh, but if you have anything at all, uh, you can send it in to requests at protonmail.com. That's Decad, D-E-C-A-D-E. Requests in the plural at protonmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Gab at the Daily Decad, which is also where we are on Telegram. Leave a comment on our website. Pray the Rosary Every Day. WordPress.com, or on the website where we're syndicated, ExodusAmericanus.com. You can also find me on the Fediverse, which is Mario Gretti at Nobody Has the Dot Biz, and I think that's all of them. <laughs> I think so. The list seems to get longer every couple of weeks, and it, and then I always say, and I say that every day. That's uh, that's that's almost become a cliche at this point. But uh, I try to put myself out there as much as I can, put the show out there as much as we can, get somebody who can contact, who can be contacted and convey things to me so that we get as many prayers as possible. I haven't said it in a while, but you know, God really does want us to pray to him. So give me the opportunity to pray for you. Give other people the opportunity to pray for you. We're in the midst of a month which is pretty difficult for a lot of young men who are undertaking the challenge of chastity this month, all of y'all could use prayers, and uh, while you're on my rosary in general, uh, I'd be delighted to pray for you specifically. For now, though, let's go ahead and turn our hearts and our minds to God, get our rosaries out in front of us, and uh, pray uh, for this new cross that's being presented to G.H., uh, along with his great benefit, and that the cross itself will turn to his benefit, that he'll be able to bear it worthily, uh, and that all goes smoothly in his uh, transition and in his work. Um, today is a Thursday, so we will pray in English. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver, deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor men as children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, weeping and mourning when this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O St. Gregory the Great, who was promoted against thy will to the position of authority, the highest position of authority in the church to be the vicar of Christ himself. We humbly beg thy intercession on behalf of the servant of God, G.H., who has now just received a promotion, which he is perhaps less reluctant to accept, but nevertheless presents him with a cross. Let him bear it worthily, 
and through thy intercession and that of all the saints. May this promotion bring him nearer to God, and that he might be an example to draw all those around him likewise to the throne of Christ. And we ask this in the name of Christ, whom thou didst represent on earth, and who livest and reignest with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us, with all our crosses, great and small, new and old, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When I left the Catholic Church, I think the thing I missed the most in pursuing other forms of Christianity and wandering off altogether, actually, was the Stations of the Cross. I don't know that I really understood why I missed it. I, I just missed it. It was something that I, I rather liked. Uh, and I suppose that's as much as I really thought about it. It was something that I had a, an affinity for. Uh, there was something good about the meditation of it. And as I've gotten a little bit older and thought a little bit more about it, had a few more experiences in my life, spend a little bit more time in regular prayer and obviously come back to the church, I've come to realize that the reason why I miss the stations so much is because they reflect so well what a Christian life is supposed to be. A lot of you, especially if you're participating in the, uh, in the NoFap movement, and look, I know there's some people that are listening to this that are a little bit older, outside of internet culture. You don't know what that means or why it's... It, if you do know what it means, you understand that it's a little bit coarse. But uh, I don't have a problem talking about No Nut November or NoFap, even if they are coarse ways to talk about it. Because honestly, they're the only group of people. And I've, said, I've, I've posted this, I wrote this up and had it posted on all of our uh, social media these are the only, this is the only group of people that I see publicly telling people to repent and pursue a firm purpose of amendment, and a concrete firm purpose of amendment, which is what we're all supposed to be doing as Catholics. It's, you know, that's, that's the central, that's the core of confession, is a firm purpose of amendment. You can't repent without having that. And this is the only movement, the only phenomenon I see where people are doing that. So I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind endorsing it. I very, uh, very strongly endorse it. And I hope that all the young men that are listening to this are participating in it, uh, pursuing chastity and, and trying to put attachments to carnality and uh, the wickedness of impurity behind them. We're about a weekend of the month of November now. So if you've been doing this, you're starting to, and you've, and you're not used to doing it. If you're, if you've been doing it, and you're not used to doing it. You can, you're starting to feel the pressure. Now I've been 
engaged in a lot of other things that have been dragging on me grief of loss struggles personal struggles and it's starting to dra- and those are starting to drag on me and what the stations of the cross exemplify to us is what our march towards our cross is supposed to be like and there's respite you know there's Simon of Cyrene is there you'll have people to help you Veronica is there you'll have people to comfort you they won't do much other than comfort and it'll be small comfort but they'll be there they'll be trying to comfort you you'll have people that just wail and moan and cry and don't give you any help at all and you'll struggle and it'll get harder Uh, it was something that I was thinking about when I was praying the sorrowful mysteries earlier this week maybe it was last week when the thought occurred to me Uh, the, the last two sorrowful mysteries the way of the cross and the crucifixion itself I have special meditations that I do personally attached to those and one of them is that I do the stations of the cross as I go through um, on the Potter Noster bead is the, uh, the, the condemnation to death and then each of the Aves for the first uh, the, starting with the second station going up to uh, Christ being nailed to the cross because of course the last stations of the cross would be contained in the last uh, sorrowful mystery but I was thinking about how the stations proceed after his condemnation Christ falls almost immediately the weight placed upon him in this struggle he gives out underneath it he's been flogged he's been tortured he's exhausted he hasn't slept uh, think about that. They went. To, they had the Last Supper and then went to Gethsemane, and Christ is arrested at Gethsemane in the third hour, if I in, at three a.m. If I remember correctly, he's arrested and taken back to the Sanhedrin, and he's in the hands of his captors until he goes before Pilate, and he's crucified around noon, dies at around three p.m. In that time, he has not slept. He has not eaten. He has had no refreshment and no comfort at all. So the agony in the garden is the beginning of a waking nightmare that we often don't think about. There are little gaps that we don't think about. You know, what, what's happening between when Christ is before the Sanhedrin and when he's brought before Pilate for the first time. Well, he's hauled all over town. He goes to the Sanhedrin, he stands in the courtroom there and is accused, and then he goes to Pilate, stands and is accused there, and he's got to cross Jerusalem to get there. Then he goes before Herod, who happens to be in town. There's a cross town again. Then he's hauled back to Pilate, then he's taken off and flogged. Then he's mocked and held for a moment before being brought back to Pilate, having been flogged, and then condemned to death, and then given the cross, and up the hill he goes. So by the time he gets to the actual path of the cross, he's already, he is starting to reach a limit. And the stations of the cross show us that when we start our struggle, we are already weakened by our state and by what we have undergone here in this sinful fallen world when we begin the journey we're already weak 
And the first thing, the first, the very beginning of the struggle, we just want to give up. It is very, very hard. And as somebody who's tried to quit an addiction, I, it, it, is, it is incredibly hard very, in the right beginning. And you'll go through these, these periods where it gets really hard at a random spot. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Just all of a sudden, it's a struggle again. And you note if you go through the Stations of the Cross, Christ falls the first time almost immediately after his condemnation. And then he goes for a real long while before the, he falls the second time. And the stations of Christ falling the second time and Christ falling the third time are only separated by one station, which is the weeping of the women of Jerusalem. Christ falls the second time, he meets and counsels the weeping women, and then he falls a third time. And then, almost immediately after he falls the third time, he is uh, present, he, he's crucified. Our struggle is like this. First of all, it's incredibly hard right at the beginning. That's that's a it becomes a slog. You you become aware very early on of how much of a slog it is to try to bear your crosses towards their towards their termination. And then once you get into the groove of things and you resign yourself to what you're doing, it becomes a little bit easier and as you go on, it will get harder and harder until you finally reach the terminal the, the terminus and the stations exemplify that if there will be respite god sends respite but the struggle is there to press down upon you and more will be expected of you the longer you stick to it but at the end Christ has undergone all of this, and his crucifixion, of course, is an agony beyond anything we can imagine. None of our troubles come even close to the passion of Christ. Because we just discuss the outward signs, the physical suffering. There's the spiritual suffering, the mental suffering. There's everything else that goes along with it. Christ is tortured in every conceivable way going through his passion. So nothing that we experience will ever, ever come close to that. But, but, at the end of all of his suffering is the greatest miracle that could possibly be imagined by mankind, which is the resurrection. Not just the resurrection, but the harrowing of hell, where the limbo of the fathers, the bosom of Abraham, is broken wide open. And all of these men who were saints of the Old Testament are permitted to go to God. When Christ dies on the cross, the earth shakes and is shattered. It surrenders the dead who rise. The temple, the house of God, is afflicted. The veil rent asunder. The sky darkens. Nature rebels against the act that man has done. So it's a big, big, big deal. And that happens. Creation reacts. Our environment around us, even if we're not aware of it, reacts to every completion of every journey that we take with a cross on our shoulder. 
because some crosses are lifted from us eventually we are we do we do get to the end and new crosses are placed on our shoulders we have a cross that we carry with us throughout our entire life we have several crosses that we are given along the way and things are changed by our success and how great our suffering is is directly related to how great the reward is on the other side. So of course the suffering gets strong, gets worse as you get closer to the end. Of course the struggle becomes harder as you get closer to the end. Of course it feels like you plateau. I mean, this happens in in in, uh, in lifting. You plateau eventually. Uh, dieting and lifting, you hit a plateau. You need to find a new way to keep going forward because the struggle is, becomes too much for you to deploy the same tactics you've been deploying so far. And lifting the cross is the same way. And so, for all of you who are in the midst of a slog right now, and my slog is unrelated to the month, but for all of those of you who are have a slog related to the month, you're probably getting to the falling the first time. And by that, I don't mean that you're losing the challenge. What I mean is that you're being tempted stronger than you have been. You're getting close to the first difficulty. You can get get through it. And when you do, you'll find on the other end, because what happens immediately after that, but, he, but there's uh, the meeting of his mother, and then there's Simon of Cyrene. So the respite is there. And moving forward, and the respite will come at different times. It'll, it'll be on a different timetable for everybody, depending on just how weak you were going into the thing. And this is true not just of the, of the November challenge, the chastity. It's true of every struggle that we face. You want to give up. You get to, that, you get to the point where it's a slog. And I, I woke up this morning and I said to myself, I just don't care anymore. I'm just, I'm just done. I said my morning prayers anyway. Went down and did my, the, the chores on the, on the estate, so to speak got everything ready for the day and headed out same as always I was in the car didn't want to do the daily decade what's the point I have nothing to say I've got nobody really to pray for it's all silly I had obviously I have people to pray for I have lists of people to pray for it's absurd but that's the thought you just get to the song and you're just done it's a Thursday the week's almost over I'm just done I'm, I'm sick of it that's the slog. You hit the slog. You don't want to go on. And you do. And when you do, when you press through it, then you find comfort on the other end, and you're going to hit it again. It's going to get tough again. It's going to get tougher than it was, than it is right now. But if you press through it and you don't fail, the rewards are tremendous on the one hand. And on the other hand... You've done something that is not just a, a reward, rewarding for yourself, but is in accordance with your nature, with your being. You know, people talk about returning to nature, returning to the environment and all that stuff, becoming uh, more attuned to, to creation and all of that. You become most human when you do what human beings were put on this earth to do, 
which is to know, love, and serve God. And so when you overcome a challenge, when you get through the journey of Calvary, when you uh, complete the cross, and when it is taken off of your shoulder, what you've really done is you have proven that it is possible for you to become more human. And you have become more human. You've become closer to what we were when we were first created and placed in the paradise of Eden. And so, what what an amazing, miraculous thing that is, too, that we can overcome what we are and become what we were made to be. And that's my prayer, that all of us can do it. So I've got two prayers. The first one is that everyone who's engaged very specifically in the struggle of this November will get through the slog, fight through it, and get out the other side more human than you came in. And the other one is that all of us, with all of our struggles, all of our crosses, all of our difficulties, will be shaped by them back to the form that we originally had when we began to exist in the mind of God and being thereby restored we will draw nearer to God in our life and in the life to come in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost Amen